Welcome to True Story, the public relations podcast, a space where we get a peek behind the scenes of brands and businesses that have a real story to tell. Because in today's world, we are done with perfect and fake. We want to support brands that aren't afraid to show their true colors. I'm your host, Whitney Lee, the founder of True Story PR, an agency focused on helping businesses show up authentically through their social media, PR, and more. We pride ourselves on always keeping it real. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome back. We are continuing on with our series about uh, different industries. So um, our agency works with a lot of different industries. For the most part, it is people, places, and products. So people, a lot of personal brands, especially like entrepreneurs like me that know that they need a personal brand, they need consistent content, uh, and they need PR and visibility. So that's under people. Places um, is like our hospitality destination clients, hotels and resorts. Um, We have a shopping mall, an aquarium, things like that. Uh, And then products are, you know, anything from a skincare line, a clothing line, um, you know, an actual physical product of some sort. So um, those are really the three industries that we are the three sectors that we work the most in. So I started this uh, series going through different types of clients that we work with and kind of sharing some of our playbook with you. And like super transparently, um, these are some of the strategies that we actually use on our current clients. So hopefully this is helpful for someone out there and and we won't go too deep into it, but uh, just giving you an overview of, you know, for each one of these industries, here's what we recommend or what we've seen success with. And obviously every single client, every single business is different. Um, but you know, a lot of what works in, in each individual industry can be valuable. So, um, today we're going to talk about clothing lines because this has been so interesting. I mean, we've definitely worked with retailers and, uh, boutiques and, and clothing before in the past. Um, but as of late, I've had literally like multiple, like five or six clothing lines reach out to us. So, um, that's what kind of inspired this episode for me to kind of talk about some of the success that we've seen with our retail and clothing line, um, uh, clients. And hopefully this is helpful for y'all. So, you know, I think right now what we're seeing with a lot of clothing lines is that people want to go D to C. And if you're listening and you don't know what D to C means, um, that means direct to consumer rather than trying to get into stores and boutiques, people want to go D to C. Um, They want to sell on their website and sell directly to um, people. So they're kind of going around um, the traditional model because, you know, back in the day, obviously there were no websites. And if you were a clothing line, your only hope was to get into a boutique or a department store or something of that nature um, to get your brand out to people. Um, but obviously if you go D to C, if you sell directly to the person, you actually make a lot more margin and revenue because there's no middleman, right? So if you're going to a, um, you know, like to a department store or something, you have to sell to them at a wholesale price. Um, and then they have to turn around and be able to mark it up a little bit. So you make a smaller margin, 
Um, but I will say this, you know, we've worked with established clothing lines and we've also worked with startups. We have uh, a couple startups that we've helped. Um, and honestly, if you want to start off going D to C and that's your end game, I'm going to tell you this, you got to have a really healthy advertising budget because you have to get in front of these people. So, um, you know, it's kind of a toss up. Like if you want to go into a retailer department store or whatever, yes, you're going to make a smaller margin, but you're not going to have to advertise as much as you would. If you're trying to go D to C, like you better bring your A game with some hefty, um, you know, advertising dollars because you're not, you're going to need to hit people on social or wherever they're, you know, um, social is usually the lowest hanging fruit, especially, I don't know if anyone else out there is getting targeted with, um, Instagram ads all the time for clothing lines. And especially for me, bathing suits, you know, um, I live in Florida and it, it started about two weeks ago. Today is February 21st, started about two weeks ago, but, um, the bathing suits, uh, ads on Instagram are hitting me hard and they work every time because the algorithm knows what I like and I'm not even mad about it. I appreciate it. In fact, it helps me find a lot of clothing lines that I really love. Anyway, I digress. So let's talk about, um, some of the things to do, um, if you are, um, a clothing line, Okay. So some of this, obviously, if you're like a well-established clothing line, some of this is like an absolute no brainer. You've probably, you've already done this hopefully. Um, so uh, I would say first and foremost, um, especially for my startups, the, you really need a good photo shoot. Um, you need to get product shots and also lifestyle, you know? Um, so your product shots are what you're going to use on your actual website, like on the shop page. And I've seen some people use lifestyle shots there too, uh, but it's really good to have a very clear product shot. Um, usually that's either on a mannequin or on someone's body, um, like an actual model, but maybe their face isn't showing. It's like actually zoomed in to show the shirt or the skirt or whatever the case may be. Um, but that's first and foremost, obviously, images of your, um, you know, your pieces. So, so and important. And also something to think about, like, make sure that your models are the actual, that they look and feel like the people who are actually going to wear your clothes. You know, um, if you are, you know, a clothing line for a more mature woman, don't put a 22 year old in a dress, you know, you want your user to look at your website and see themselves, your ideal client. So, you know, if you're, I want to see girls my age or my size or that kind of thing. So, um, always keep that in mind that your models are your ideal, that your models can identify or look like your ideal client. Um, and then obviously make sure your website's ready. You know, we have a lot of um, clothing lines that come to us uh, that they're not really ready for PR or social media because they're, I call it your home base, you know, like your home base is your website. And if that is, it, honestly, if it looks super low budget or disorganized, it's not, um, doesn't have all the information, like you've really got to 
Um, make sure your website is something you're proud of. It doesn't have to be an overly expensive website. It just needs to look professional. Um, you know, there are a lot of sites out there that you can, you know, even like Shopify, you can figure out a Shopify website, um, but have, you know, um, your, your good images, make sure it's branded with your logo that, um, you know, there's consistency across the website. So make sure you're ready for exposure, because I tell you this, you get one shot with a lot of people when they come and they check out your brand for the first time on your site, they immediately look at your site and say, Hmm, this is great. Or uh, nope, not my style. I'm out. Or they'll look at it and say like, this is low budget. Like, you know, and there's a lack of trust there. So, um, your website, you know, I, I see so many business owners that think their website doesn't really matter, but I'm telling you, it has like a subconscious psychological effect on what people think of your brand. So, um, when I say, make sure your website's ready, obviously all the images, you want to have a sizing chart on there. So people, um, can know what size they wear, make sure you get down to measurements, um, you know, and, and, uh, really clear on sizing. And also I think it's so important to have the story behind the brand. You know, there are so many clothing lines now, and now people can start clothing lines. There's drop shipping. There's all these manufacturing companies that like literally anyone can start a clothing line. So why are they buying your line? Why do they want to wear your line? Why are they interested in it? You know, I think it's, more and more people need to know the story behind brands because that's when they really connect and they're like, wow, you know, even some of like the jewelry lines and stuff that we've worked with, like knowing that, wow, they sourced this through women that were in sex trafficking and they give them a job through this. Like uh, suddenly that becomes very special to you. Right. And you feel proud to wear that knowing that you're supporting a brand. So um, also it's important to have a press page for any coverage that you receive. If you don't have any press yet, that's okay. Maybe hide the page until you do. But once you start getting some press and maybe you win an award, maybe you're featured in a magazine, you know, um, maybe the founder is featured or spoke at an event, you can start populating that press page, um, because that's almost like, um, establishing your street cred, you know? Um, and then also you'll want to have something where you mention like an opportunity for brand ambassadors, even if you're not, um, going like currently doing brand ambassadors or you don't have a brand ambassador program yet. Um, make sure that you, um, have something on your website that talks about brand ambassadors where people can drop in their name and email. So even if you're not ready right now, um, you've got, you know, eventually when you get to that point, you'll have a good list of people that, um, are interested in maybe being an influencer for your brand, or they just love your stuff and, and they want to share it with their friends. So like affiliate wise. So, um, all those things for your website, sizing charts, the story behind your brand, make sure your founder's story is on there or the brand story, a press page, opportunity for brand ambassadors, and most of all, um, good professional images. You know, even if you're just starting out and you really can't afford a super expensive website, as long as your images are good and professional, um, then you definitely have, um, you're on the right path. Okay. Um, the next thing you're going to need is a line sheet. Um, so this is if you're specifically going to go into boutiques um, or 
wholesaling opportunities. So you're going to want to have a line sheet. If you don't know what that is, like you can literally Google it um, or look on Canva because they have them on there too. So make sure your line sheet is up to date with all your current colors, sizes, quantities. Um, You definitely will want and need a line sheet. And I'll say this too, um, you know, at the beginning we were talking about going direct to consumer. If your end goal is going direct to consumer, that's awesome. I think that's a lot of brands end goal, but that doesn't mean that you have to start off like that. You know, like I said, if you don't have a hefty advertising budget, maybe your first play is to work on getting into some of these boutiques, department stores, retailers, to start getting your, A, to start getting some freaking sales because you got to have money to operate, right? So you can at least get some sales going and then get some brand awareness within those stores. Um, And I personally would say, depending on what your line is and your feel and all that good stuff, but like, I personally would go after smaller boutiques, um, you know, and locally owned shops, because I feel like you'll get a lot more visibility than trying to straight out of the gate, go into like a big box, you know, like a Macy's or a Dillard's or something like you're going to get more visibility in a smaller shop. So, you know, I personally think that's a great way to start is start off getting into some of these boutiques. And then once you get some sales under your belt, you can and brand awareness, then you can start driving more back to your website to sell D to C. Um, next, obviously you're going to need to know, you're going to need social media. Okay. You're absolutely going to need it. Even if your audience is really, um, you know, like a 65 year old woman, they're all over Facebook, you know, like, And even there's just SEO value in having these social media platforms, even if it's not going to be a big driver for you in sales. But I'll be honest with you, for most clothing lines, it is going to be a big driver for awareness and for sales. Um, So usually, and this is a blanket statement, again, your, your specific business may be different. I would say Facebook, Instagram, and maybe TikTok, again, depending on who you're serving or who your ideal, um, customer is. Also, Pinterest is huge. Even if you're not, um, you know, even if you're not selling just to women, because Pinterest, everybody immediately thinks, oh, women, even if you're not selling just to women, Pinterest is a massive SEO opportunity. It is like an engine that never sleeps. Okay. It's totally different than any of the other social media platforms. It's literally a search platform. Um, If you're interested in learning more about Pinterest, go back into one of our past episodes, probably about six months ago. I did an interview with a girl named Stephanie Real um, from Phoenix, and she does a lot with Pinterest. It's such an interesting um, episode, and it'll probably blow your mind about things you didn't know about Pinterest. So, um, and then also Twitter, if you're, you know, Uh, If you're targeting men, I definitely would say Twitter and YouTube are huge. Those are platforms for men. So the point of this one is you need social media. You need consistent content. I would say at least three times a week um, you're posting, you're engaging, you're sharing some of those lifestyle shots. You're asking your uh, customers what they want to see or what color is their favorite. Let them weigh in. Like I could have a freaking heyday on this point. We don't have enough time in the day to talk about all the ideas for social media with clothing lines, but the whole point is, is that you definitely need to put time and effort into it. 
Um, next, I would say PR, um, you know, pitching for editorial coverage and publications. So make sure it's the right publication. Again, just like social media, you want to fish in the right pond, right? If you're trying to reach men, I don't, you know, you don't need to be um, pitching Southern living, you know, like that's a lot of women reading that publication. So, um, you know, go after uh, fish in the right pond, go after the, the, you know, editorial coverage and publications that reach your potential client. Um, and also from another angle, pitch the owner of your company, you know, or the founder and let them tell their story because that will sell the clothing line. So maybe it's, you know, you're reaching out and um, looking for magazines that feature women in business, you know, or if if the founder's a woman or women who have overcome great adversity, like maybe your founder had cancer and she pushed through, you know, all kinds of interesting ways to get the brand out there without just going after like gift guides. People think of clothing lines and they think, oh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go after gift guides like Mother's Day, Christmas, you know, no, no, no. Go after like a more storyline, like pitching your founder. Um, so next, I would definitely say you need to look at influencer campaigns, whether that's like when you, you know, um, launch the brand or when you are launching your seasonal, you know, like your spring line is coming out and you do an unboxing campaign to 50 influencers, um, getting their exposure via social media. And I always encourage people like, depending on your line, go with someone who has a similar following to you. You know, if you are a brand new clothing line and you're reaching out to influencers that have 4 million followers, like, okay, good luck. You know, they're going to ask you for a lot of money. Um, so I, I honestly see a lot of success with influencers that have 10 to 50,000 followers or 10. It, it really cuts off at a hundred thousand. Once they get a hundred thousand followers, like they kind of get into a different price range, but some of those smaller like macro and micro influencers, you get the best visibility out of them and the most mileage because they're willing to do more. And a lot of them will share just an excuse in exchange for, uh, keeping the clothing. Um, so I would definitely say get on your influencer campaigns. Um, you know, I would do those. That's the cheapest form of advertising you can do. I would do them as much as you could several a month, or you could split it up and do these big campaigns every time you drop a new line or you have a new seasonal color or anything like that. So, um, the next thing I would say is, um, make sure you have some type of give back campaign. Um, you know, this is great. Again, people want to support brands and businesses that have um, a mission behind them and a story. So what can you give back to? You know, if you are a children's clothing line, find an amazing cause that supports children. Okay. It makes sense. If you're a women's clothing line, how do you go and support maybe, um, you know, a domestic violence center or a rape crisis center or something that helps a lot of women, you know, um, and formulate some kind of give back. I mean, God, look at Tom's y'all like, you know, for every shoe you buy, they give a shoe to someone else like that alone right there got them so much press and visibility and just feel good. And, and he honestly was really trying to help people and not just make sales off of it. Um, so what's your give back and what do you feel passionate about? Find a cause and maybe set up a specific, like the whole month of March is going to go, you know, 10% goes to this or that, 
or set up an annual, you know, partnership with one of these causes. And I think it'll go a long way for goodwill and also, you know, really showing what your brand feels passionate about. Okay, next, you definitely need to be um, gathering email and, and cell phone numbers. Like, you have got to have an email campaign. You've And text is really becoming more and more important. Um, but you can get email and text campaigns, gosh, from events that you go to. Throw a, do a, you know, um, giveaway on your social media. There's so many ways to garner those. But I preach this all the time. If social media fell apart tomorrow, how would you reach your people? If Instagram and Facebook closed up shop tomorrow or got restricted by the government or whatever, how are you reaching your people? So you've got to start developing an email campaign. Um, And also, if you can get people's cell phone numbers, I would do both. So this is really important for your next point, for the next point I'm going to touch on, which is your promos. So when you are planning, I would look at an entire year and I would determine, you know, far in advance, when are your seasonal drops? You know, are you doing two drops a year, a season, you know, a spring line and um, a fall line? Um, are you doing, you know, a holiday collection? Like look at your big seasonal drops and your big sales. You know, do you always do a sale every year in January or, uh, uh, you know, like Victoria's Secret, like a semi-annual sale, um, or also holidays, you know, don't think you always have to do like a Christmas sale, a Mother's Day sale, like think outside of the box. Like what about, um, what about like a national women's day, do a big sale on that day, or, you know, there's all these like different fun holidays. Those are great reasons to throw a sale because not everyone else is probably doing a sale on that day. You know, when you're doing a holiday sale or a black Friday sale, it's great. People look for it, but you're also competing against so many other sales. So look at your whole year Determine when your seasonal drops are going to be, your big holidays, and and or maybe it's the anniversary of your business. Like you can come up with your own holiday. So you want to map those out far in advance so your website will be prepared so you can push out PR because PR needs to happen three to six months in advance. Um, so you can prepare with email campaigns, text campaigns to alert these people, you know, don't be surprised if you come up with a sale and you try to launch it tomorrow and it's not successful, you've got to get ahead of this. I tell people at least three months in advance, at least, I mean, so if you can really look at a whole year, then you're, you're definitely on the right track. So, um, and next point is kind of goes along with promos, but if you're in a rut, you know, sometimes you haven't had, you know, uh, February's been a slow month or whatever, or maybe you're overloaded with inventory. Like, it's okay to jump in occasionally and plan a flash sale. Send an email out to your database. Do a flash sale for 24 hours or for a holiday weekend or whatever, a flash sale of everything 20% off. Or, you know, I had a client one time that we did, um, that was getting ready to be fall, and they did everything in the store that was white, Um everything white was half off and got it like flew out the door. So get creative on a flash sale or, you know, I saw this, um, actually one of my favorite athletic brands, um, shared this last weekend. They did a mystery bundle and I guarantee they were doing this because they had a ton of inventory, um, where you paid $150 and they sent you five items 
but the five items equaled up to like $250 or something like that. But you had no control over what you got. It's a mystery bundle, right? So you would go in and put in your clothing, like your, it's athletic. So it was like bra size, tank size, short size, legging size, whatever. You put in all your sizes and they literally just customize a bag for you and send it to you. What a fun idea. And like, I was so tempted to do it just because that just sounds really fun, you know? So get creative with some of these um, flash sale ideas if you're overloaded with inventory. So just a quick overview. My gosh, I could go on for days and days about this. Um, but the things that we, the strategies that we talked about today, one, photo shoot, making sure you're consistently, maybe it's quarterly, maybe it's monthly, doing consistent photo shoots to get fun and fresh images and also having good, solid product shots for your website. Two, making sure your website is ready with sizing charts, your story, your press page, opportunities for brand ambassadors, links to your social. Um, you've got a good line sheet that you can use when you're pitching yourself to go into boutiques and uh, for other wholesale opportunities. You've got to hit social and PR hard. Those were the next two. Uh, making sure you're fishing in the right pond for both of those, that you're not wasting your time going after publications or you're not creating content for social platforms that aren't a fit for you. Um, go hard on influencer campaigns. Oh my gosh, influencer campaigns, let's go. Um, find a give back cause, email and text campaigns, and look at your whole year to determine your drops, your holidays, all the above. So that is just a super quick overview. You know, if you are a clothing line or a retail line, um, and that can also go for if you're an actual like boutique for some of these um, points. So if you would like to talk more about uh, marketing, PR, social media, content creation for clothing lines, um, I love it. This is one of my favorite industries to work in. Feel free to hit me up. My personal Instagram is the Whitney Lee, T-H-E, Whitney Lee. You can hit me up on LinkedIn, any of the platforms. And of course, you can always find True Story on social, or you can head to our website where you can actually text us direct uh, and set up a time to chat because we would love to help your clothing line grow. So thanks so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please take a moment to screenshot this episode and share it to social media using hashtag true story PR or better yet, write us a five-star review on Apple podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you tune in. See you next time for another true story.